Echo 2, good morning. Nice of you to drop by. Feeling alright, sir? Thought we lost you. Right now, I feel like I can take off this whole podcast myself. Uh, I know what you mean. Ready to send that transmission to Echo Base? Yes, sir. R10, pass through. guys to another transmission from Hoth. This is Echo 2 with... This is Echo 5. Alright guys, so we got a lot of craziness that just happened this last week. So we're going to kind of go over a little bit, tell you a little bit about each of the projects because they announced what it looks like, yeah, 11 dude. projects. It's like they dropped a nuclear bomb. It was almost overwhelming how much stuff they, they dropped. I didn't even know where to start looking, you know? That dude, I know. Like, honestly... I had an inkling that they're going to be dropping some news because uh, they were talking. Yeah. They're they're talking about something about their conference the night before, and then the next day I totally forgot about it and I was working. And then I got a text from Echo Five here, and he's like, "Dude, uh, check out Instagram. It's like blowing up." And so well, it, I was checking out all the all the other accounts like all Star Wars and Star Wars Dude and all the other guys. They just started posting stuff like, and, and I was looking at the post and there were literally five six minutes old and then i'd see the other account would post something it'd be like four minutes old i'm like this must be happening right now and i couldn't i couldn't keep up with it i started posting news and i'd post the project about uh ahsoka and more news about obi-wan and then the the rangers of the new republic and and then i just kind of uh I, I started getting frustrated because i didn't want to do a post after post after post and then i finally found the main picture that just has all of them I was like, all right, let's just do this one. Yeah. <laughs> it was too much. It's nuts. Ah, just a little, a little bit. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about some of these projects. Um, so one of the first ones that – blah. All right. So we have one called Rogue Squadron. It's going to be the feature, first feature film that we'll see in the Star Wars universe on screen. I believe it's going straight to theater. So we have Rogue Squadron. We have an untitled Taika Waititi film. We have an Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Then we got two Disney Plus series that are going to tie into The Mandalorian. And uh, it's going to kind of create like an Arrowverse, if you know, like the DC TV show series on WB. Yeah, that's uh, the first thing I thought Or CW. Uh, it's going to be Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic. Then we're going to have Lando. Andor. Then everybody excited for this one, The Bad Batch. Uh, we're going to have something called Star Wars Visions. And then there's going to be a special project called A Droid Story. And then another one called Acolyte. Um, so starting with uh, Rogue Squadron, uh, it's going to be the first feature film that we're going to see in theaters. I believe that's going to be releasing in, I want to say 2022 or 2023. So, so um, I noticed on the logo, I noticed on the logos you see that the Taika Waititi film is the one that just says Star Wars and it has a different looking style logo. Is that going to be the new trilogy we're hearing about it might be but right now it's just untitled film it, and so, it's not so plural. rogue rogue squadron is going to be more or less like the solo film or the rogue one film like a standalone film on its own correct 
Uh, I believe so. They, depending on how popular it, it becomes, I want to say they, they could easily turn that into like its own little like side side series. Sure. That's separate from I, like the I, main or kind of intertwined with it. Talking to to different fans, I've I've heard a lot of positive feedback on the particular dogfight scenes in the movies in the Disney Star Wars movies, like the, the battle over Scarif. Oh yes, in, in Rogue One, and they just talk about how cool this movie will be because they're focusing on where they have a lot of their strengths. They do very well, even in the Mandalorian. A lot of the shots that we get, uh, particularly in this last episode, which we'll talk about soon enough, with the Slave One on oh, Marak. Yeah. Th- those were spectacular with the the Tie Fighter. Uh, oh my gosh, those oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back like to the that. Previous but... episodes too with uh, yeah. the Razor Crest on that uh, secret lab uh, base. Yeah. Uh, so, Rogue Squadron does look really promising. I, I love the dogfight scenes in the movies. Uh, so this one's oh, yeah. going to be directed by Patty Jenkins. And from what we know so far, it's going to be about a group of new pilots that are going to be earning their wings as they push the boundaries in a high-speed thrill ride. Um, I'm not exactly... It's like a Fast and not, Furious in Star Wars. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Um, so it's going to be like Fast and Furious space battles. And I'm wondering how many space battles we're going to have or or... Or what? I don't know. So no, I'm pretty excited to see this project. That. That's that's really exciting. That's cool. Yeah. And going back to the Taika Waititi film, um, basically what uh, Captain Kennedy said is his approach will be a fresh, unexpected, and unique uh, take or approach. Mm. And his enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure that audiences are in for an for unforgettable ride. So that's right so now... Cool. I don't know if it's going to be a trilogy, but because it's not plural for the the film film mm-hmm. part of the word, but it looks like it's something that's already being uh, worked on. Then awesome. we got the Obi Wan Kenobi series. And that's big news on that for. one. <laughs> yeah, big news on that one. Yeah, Hayden Christensen's returning. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be insane. I'm really that's excited. Nice. So of- I'm guessing he's. Just- He's he's playing Vader. He's he's basically just playing in the suit. Or are we going to get flashbacks? That's the question. I, I'm not we might get exactly. a little bit of flashbacks. Uh, we might get. Uh, I was talking with my cousin, and I was we were talking about maybe it's kind of like a similar thing with uh, Kylo and Ray. Maybe it's like a Force connection where they're talking. Mm. Like oh, they still be... have that that connection. And sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, so maybe we see Anakin as projecting himself outside of Vader. I, I heard one thing that was really interesting. Um, how they're talking about how so apparently they're going to have a rematch in, in the movie. Um, and I, I I don't know I I don't know how I feel like that about that because the whole A New Hope was basically the rematch. I know I know that a lot of people kind of make fun of that because it's. They're older and slower, and I think that's to the Revenge reason. Sith, all the energy. So maybe they're trying to do some type of uh, redemption battle. Um, I don't know how they'll do it. I think it'd be pretty cool. The, the The first thing that came to my mind was, you know, how they're going to pull this off is is when I look at the Dooku battles in Clone Wars. Um, oh yeah, you have the, you have the battle attack of the clones first of all, and then when you go to Revenge of the Sith, uh, they they refer to the first battle and you're thinking of the battle in attack of the clones and this is a rematch of the attack of the clones battle in revenge of the right. Sith. but there was a lot of battles they probably fought at least 
four in between five, maybe even six times in between in clone wars so technically they could kind of get away with it but <laughs> i was talking to one of my buddies at work we were just kind of talking about the the dialogue from the the, the epic rematch and you know they, <laughs> he was saying things like you're my brother anakin again i love you again you know like <laughs> it's like how are we gonna do this i hate you again you know, like <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be more of kind of like how Ahsoka returned Anakin. Mm-hmm. More of that, it's like you're going to see the hatred in in, in uh, Vader. Like you're going to see like the different personalities. Like yeah, yeah, we had that muster for battle, but there's going to be so much more hate, and especially against well, Obi Wan. Think about think about I, some of the fan uh, remakes that that you see done. We posted one a, a few weeks ago where they, they redo the Obi-Wan fight. They use the scenes that are already there, but they add scenes with more energy. Um, yeah. That some, some other actors did. And it, it's amazing. I, I watched that over and over and over because it's so good. So I'm not, I, I'm actually excited for it. I'm not trying to like bad talk it. It's just kind of, it's kind of funny, but I'm sure when it comes out, it's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be just ex- as excited to see it as everybody else. Um, I, I look forward to it, honestly. I don't really care. More Anakin, more Hayden Christensen, and Ewan McGregor. I mean, there's nothing to complain about there. Oh, not at all. I mean, this one is going to be set 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, so it's going to be in between, like directly in the middle between Episode 3 and Episode 4. Mm-hmm. I like the idea. I heard that they're going to have... It's basically going to be a, a hard time for Jedi and that the Jedi will be uh, hunted down. It'll be very dangerous to be a Jedi during this time. So they'll probably have Inquisitors or some, some, some type of uh, dark user... Uh, hunting down the Jedi, some type of Jedi hunter, which will make a really cool plot line, as like what we saw in Rebels. Yeah, I was gonna say. Really I was gonna say that kind of reminds me of Rebels, and we didn't see yeah. all of the Inquisitors, so there's got to be a few more no, that, yeah. that we haven't even seen because sure. a couple show up in the comics, a couple mm-hmm. show up in Jedi Fallen Order, and a yeah, few show up in Rebels. The, uh, I only remember seeing the fifth brother, the seventh sister, and then um, the Grand Inquisitor mm-hmm. in Rebels. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe we'll see an Inquisitor. They come across Kenobi. They report to Vader. Vader's like, leave this one to me. And then comes in and Obi-Wan evades them again. Well, I just, I want to see a scene too, like in that that book, um, Rise of Darth Vader, that was sort of a sequel to Revenge of the Sith. And at the end of the book, Obi-Wan's just kind of chilling in, in the cantina in Mos oh, Eisley, yeah. having a drink and with a with a somebody he met, some guy, some alien, and and uh, he sees the news and he sees Darth Vader on the news up on the screen, and he just falls off the table and drops his drink, and the guy's like, "Hey, are you okay?" You know, and he's like, <laughs> oh, he, like, he doesn't. That, I I feel like that's something a lot of people have not thought about is that Obi Wan doesn't know at this point of time. He does not know that Darth Vader is alive. Yeah, kind of similar to or, Ahsoka, like when she connected to Vader through the ship, and she she got overwhelmed by feeling his presence again. Well, I mean, I know we're not trying to talk about a whole other gun on a huge detour here, but does Obi Wan yeah. even know Darth Vader? Because he, he kept calling him Anakin during the fight. Does he know him as Darth Vader? He might, because in the holiday recording, I think they did see him kneeling down to Palpatine. Oh, that's you're where right. He did yeah, get that's right. So, and and, uh, and Yoda called him Vader when he sent him to go fight him. Yeah. And he said he said the apprentice that that you that you once knew is no longer, and basically he mentioned yeah, Darth Vader. Yeah, I don't think he called him by name, but you definitely knew, knew that there was a 
they knew that there was a change. He and said, he said, he said something, the apprentice you knew is no longer, he said, he said, um, he said, uh, he's been consumed by Darth Vader. Oh that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Revenge of, yeah, that so is Dino's. right. Yeah, okay. that is right. So yeah, so they do know the name Darth Vader. So I wonder how disconnected Obi Wan has been from the news and being a hermit, and yeah. then maybe it's kind of similar. Like he hears Darth Vader and he's like, "Oh crap, he's not dead." <laughs> <laughs> and so maybe he investigates a little bit. Maybe we get a little bit of your Jedi uh, slicing and dicing some stormtroopers throughout this series. Oh yeah. I want to see that. I'm sure we will, man. There's, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. I can mm-hmm. see him taking on all kinds. Of, I mean, there, there's a lot they can do on Tatooine. Just uh, uh, watching the Mandalorian. I, I, I like all the the Tusken Raider scenes. Uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot you can do just on Tatooine. I'm sure he'll leave, and uh, it'll, I feel like it'll be sort of like a like a Lothal feel in Rebels. They kept going back to Lothal. It was literally the main planet. They'd go to planets here and there, but it was mainly about Lothal. And I imagine it'll be similar to the Obi-Wan series. It'll be Tatooine, but they'll go here and there to other places wherever he's needed. But the main thing is watching Luke Skywalker. Yeah, because if he goes toe-to-toe with Vader again, it's got to be away from Tatooine. Otherwise, Vader would have kept his presence there, and there'd be a bigger Imperial presence as well. I'm really hoping one of these... I hope It's kind of random, but I hope in one of these shows they go to Kashyyyk. I love Kashyyyk. They haven't used Kashyyyk in any of these. I, with, with all this new technology and how good everything looks right now, I would love to see Kashyyyk again. I really hope they hit up Kashyyyk in the Obi-Wan show or the Ahsoka show or somewhere. I think it would be cool. Or maybe even Mando Season 3. <laughs> I don't know. With all these projects, I'm sure we're going to see some something. We'll revisit some old planets, some familiar planets. Oh, I'm hoping the High Republic era we see Alderaan. Come on. That's Dude. your opportunity. We've got to see That Alderaan. is actually... Yeah, I, I now I'm actually getting pumped because I hope they because I'm thinking it's going to be something completely new and, and unfamiliar. But I think that they could still use all those planets are there. And come on, Alderaan's there. This is 200 years before Phantom Menace. They've got so all Alderaan still, in there. Oh man! So it's still there, and it's it's a big part of the the galaxy. The, it is. So yeah, they're a huge absolutely. cultural and art uh, uh, planet. So I'd imagine they'd have a a high respect throughout the rest of the Republic. So, Obi-Wan series, super excited. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see. Next is Lando. Don't know too much about it. I just know it's going to be – it's just going to be uh, a event series for Disney+. Disney Plus. So I'm not sure what it means by event series. So I don't know if it's going to oh, be yeah, like a season or if they're just going to do like random episodes here and there just to tie in with some of the other stuff. I don't know. It looks like it's kind of that sequel solo move that everybody wanted but in a TV form. Yeah. Ooh, I hope Solo returns. I'd love to see Alden come back. I'm I'm sure they'll have. But this, I don't think so. Only because this takes place before Solo. So. Ah, okay. So it's not the Solo sequel. I am incorrect. Yeah. All right. So, then Andor, uh, which we got a little bit of the sizzle reel for that, and it looks actually pretty exciting. It does Uh, look pretty good. Yeah, they showed a lot of the sets and and the uh, the mask and everything they built for it. Yeah, and it's going to be done by Tony Gilroy, and he's. He usually does like a spy thriller, so I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I, yeah. I actually going to be like Gotham City or something, or it might Agents be. of Shield for Star Wars, you know? Uh, yeah. Like I honestly, after Rogue One, like controversial, but I really didn't care for Rogue One. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great film. I'm yeah. not bashing it in any way, but I just didn't really care for the characters, and I don't know. So. 
See, I, I love Cassian. Rogue One. I, I love Rogue One, but I can see I can see what you mean about the character development because they've kind of dropped these characters in here and there, and 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 they didn't have a whole lot of time to develop them. I just like the story of Rogue One was solid. I like the whole, you know, idea. Yeah, see, I think that's where I'm at too. Like, I enjoyed the story of Rogue One, but the characters because I was you talking care about the characters very much. Yeah, I was talking to uh, one of my buddies, and he's really excited for Andor, like. Because he wants to come in. Because like we have a whole set schedule for this coming year, on yeah. the different uh, discussions we're gonna have, and Rogue One's one of them. And so I was like, hey, why don't you come on and just be like a, a guest on it? And so I'm like, here's our schedule. No, just cool. go ahead. And, I was like, go ahead and pick one. And so he picked Rogue One. I was like, oh, is Rogue One your favorite? And he's like, yeah, I really liked it a lot. And I was like, okay. And so we had a little discussion on it. So maybe we'll di- get a different di- different outlook on that. Yeah, exactly. And so we kind of discussed a little bit and i was like ah, i'm not really excited for andor just because i didn't really care for the characters i well i i loved rogue one i loved rogue one um but the andor show itself i i don't i don't really see why we need it i i and, and i'm only saying that because there's so many other things they can do and follow so many other stories i think that are way more interesting and way more epic than than andor i i, I just get the vibe that they're just doing this because this is disney's creation and they're stroking their ego so they gotta use their stuff instead of I don't know Luke's existing stuff. I don't know. That's just... I don't know. I can I can see that. I can see that too. But just like with Solo, I didn't think we needed Solo, and yeah. and, and I, I'm, yeah. yeah, I wasn't even planning on going to the yeah, theater. Solo was, and Solo I went was really and good. And so I went and saw it and really liked it. And so that's yeah. kind of what my buddy's been doing here. Is like he's we kind of discussed it a little bit. And so the more we discussed it, I was like, oh, you know what, Andor does actually sound pretty cool. And kind of research a little bit about what it's going to be about uh mm-hmm. watch the sizzle reel uh it's actually one of the ones i'm most excited for to see on disney oh, plus yeah nice. um and so he's it's going to be a new cast the people that are confirmed for it is going to be Stellan skarsgård adria arjona fiona mm. shaw denise gow kyle solar and genevieve o'reilly as mon mothma so we're going to see mon mothma again which is pretty, oh, oh, that's pretty really excited cool. i love how they yeah. keep using her she she had uh, oh, she's very perfect. little, if not any, scenes in in Revenge of the Sith, and then she shows up in Rogue One, and she was just she was awesome. Yeah, and the kicker is, it's already three weeks into production. They started three weeks ago in London. She she was at oh that's that's cool that's really cool. She mm-hmm. was actually did she even appear in she she was actually in a deleted scene of Revenge of the Sith. Correct. I'm trying to and, remember if she was actually actually even in the movie itself. I don't think she was. I think she was just no. Yeah, she was just an extended scene, and then they pulled her Deleted into. Scene, yeah, and then they pulled her into Rogue One. Yeah, and then they used. I think they used her voice in uh, Rebels. Hey, you can, is so is Andor taking place before? Oh, obviously. obviously yeah, it's before, before Solo. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Oh, before Solo, but but um... no, it takes place after Rogue One, right before yeah. New Hope. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that was another stupid question. But um, <laughs> the uh, the Andor show, that show could have Old Ran in it. It could, because I do believe Mon Mothma is Alderanian. Yeah. And Bill Organa could definitely and, be in it. He's got to be yeah. in it. Yeah, they could definitely pull Bill Organa into it. And... I, oh, I, yeah. I think it's going to be – I actually – I think it will be really good. It would be – and I, I feel like you might get some more cameos from some of the some of the pilots, um, you know, from, yeah. from, from the original Red Squadron. Yeah. So, yeah, Red Squadron. I was gonna say Rogue Squadron isn't a thing at this point. 
Not until yeah, no, no, no. The, I'm, the I'm just thinking of like Red yeah. Leader and all those guys. So, uh, so the next thing that everybody's I've been hearing everybody talk about is the Bad Batch. That's going to debut sometime in 2021. And it's po- it's going to take place post Clone War. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, and so I think uh, what the description on it is they'll take on a daring mercenary missions as they struggle to stay afloat and find new purpose. Because we know that the clones are being implemented into the the Empire and slowly phased out with what we so know. So they did, they did use the clones for the Empire. Yeah, I mean, Vader even... Vader treated them like... Like in some of the comics, yeah. like Vader goes back to one of the cloning facilities, I think. And he just goes in and just starts killing a bunch of clones, just for fun. Jeez. And yeah, because I always, I always imagine what happened to Commander Cody, and did he? Uh, Funny thing is, I actually or... think he's going to be in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I've heard rumors that they're going to be using Cody for this, and that, so that, we'll... that would make a lot of sense. It's like I feel like you got to see his side of the whole thing. Was he actually? Because you have the whole inhib- inhibitor chip deal going on. Mm-hmm. And there's been debate on whether or not he was one of the few that actually might have been conscious and didn't actually uh, go after Obi Wan according to the chip. It seemed like he was in on it almost, but that could, that could be false. And and if he had a chip, I'd like to see his kind of uh, the repercussions of of the clones. I think that'd be cool if you see that in the Bad Batch. Because I was just talking with that uh, with somebody the other day how um, whereas we're actually talking about Rebels. That's how the conversation started and how when they meet Rex, how you're talking about how they got their chips out and you know, how he didn't kill it. He's like, I didn't kill my Jedi, you know, and everybody has a choice. And it started making you think of the, uh, the other clones. Like, well, what, what happened to these other clones after they um, kill their Jedi with the inhibitor chips? Um, do they start, do they feel bad afterwards? Were they like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Um, nope. And do, do you see any of that? Or like, or do they just from, carry on as from what we of s- the Emperor? From what we saw in Clone Wars, the final season, once I just, uh, that switch turns on for Order 66. It's, it's on. It, they have it's a completely new mindset. They're completely brainwashed. And wow. I don't think they come back. I don't think they come back for it. I think once that's on, I don't think the Emperor would go, all right, Just let's switch it, it on and then turn it off because then he'd lose control of them because they'd be like, oh, what do we do? Uh, there it is. And there so is. we're going to see that in the Bad Batch, kind of like the transition from the clones into the Empire because you're going to see them wearing Stormtrooper armor and stuff like that and slowly – Lose all their so markings, think, their identity, will... with uh, just the basic uh, look of a stormtrooper. Well, you see, like you some the of bad, the. Do you think the Bad Batch will have head chips and they're serving the Emperor, or do you think they have minds of their own? I think they're minds of their own only because they're kind. Of, they're called the Bad they're Batch. They're different. Yeah, they're different because they're different. And do you think do you so? Think either they the have chips a... didn't work, or their special abilities kind of like overrid it. Well, can you see? Um, can you see? Uh... Was it Echo? Can you see him having a moment with Cody and trying to like snap him out of it, or just trying to talk to him? And it'd be interesting to see if there's any cl- any possibility if they have if there's any clones that have the will to overpower that chip. I'm It'd sure really there are a few that malfunctioned, but I think uh, in Clone Wars they kind of showed what happens when it malfunctions. It yeah, it kind of made that makes one go crazy. Clone, makes them go crazy, yeah, yeah because yeah. it's like directly on their brain. So unless it's oh, shut oh. off or removed, I don't think it's going to yeah. have any like normal effects on them, in, yeah. except for the Bad Batch. Sure. Maybe they're just different. So hopefully the I Bad Batch see, will explain it. I could see Wolf or Gregor uh, being involved somehow. 
because they yeah, had it with that, uh, Rex. That, that's right. Because I, I want to know how they how they uh, cut their ships out. Get together, yeah. Yeah, I guarantee so. you we'll see them. And, and it was that, that it looks good. I, I noticed uh, how good the animation looked. Mm-hmm. It has the Clone Wars style, but it just looks it looks even better. The, the season se- seven style. Yeah, well, I thought the season season seven looked absolutely amazing, and and mm-hmm. by the trailers, Bad Batch looked even better. So it'll yeah. be it'll be uh, it'll, it looks really good, man. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for Clone Wars season eight. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure how many seasons are gonna have for the Bad Batch. I hope that they give us at least two or three. I don't I don't want too much of it, but I do want to, at least a few seasons on it. I I don't like to have a lot of seasons of any any shows. Um, even even Mandalorian, I hope it doesn't carry on too far past season three, but. We'll uh, I know there's going to be a season four, maybe a season five, and I think they're cutting it after that. Dave Filoni doesn't uh, even like. Dave Filoni doesn't even like doing. Uh, yeah, too many even seasons. Five, five just sounds like overkill to me. I, I, it's it's on fire right now, and I don't want them to lose that flame, honestly. And I think that's why they're bringing in all these other projects is to kind of like Keep going, fill in the yeah. gaps for when Mandalorian uh, ends. And that's why we got, got Ahsoka. New Rangers, Rangers of the Old Republic, and then Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. They're they're basic. They're basically going to be, uh, like you said, the 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 Marvel or the uh, what's like the CW shows with Arrow and yeah, and the Flash and and how they meet up. And I, I feel like uh, that's that's kind of what we got with Ahsoka. I, w- I was thinking she was going to show up at the end of the season uh, on episode eight, but I'm I don't I'm kind of doubting it now. I think that it's more about following her and her show. And it mm-hmm. also might be the um, the sequel to Rebels that we were looking for in, in a live action version. I feel yeah, like that's that's our opportunity to get possibly Ezra. And I'm feeling like the villain of Ahsoka will be Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, absolutely. I'm positive it's going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn. And Just because it'll it Yeah, and it'll give Sabine. Sabine. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I was I was waiting for Sabine, but I think that. I think you're absolutely right. I think that if we get any live action, we'll get we'll get Sabine um, mm-hmm. in in Ahsoka, and of course, uh, possible of Ezra, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and maybe uh, maybe your cousin will show up as a Zeb. Zeb again? <laughs> maybe we'll see. He's, That'd be kind. Of, that cool. I could try. I could try and ask him, but he'll he's very secretive oh, he with talk. his. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's very secretive with his projects. Mm-hmm. And I know Disney has a tight. A tight hold on that, so I, I'm not yeah. gonna. I won't push it with them. Uh, another one. So the next uh, project that they're doing is Star Wars Visions. It's gonna be ten ten animated shorts done by some of the leading anime artists in Japan. Mm. And so it's not gonna be like a, really a cool. main show or anything like that. It's, just well, it's, like, it's it's different. That's really cool. It's just got a different touch. Yeah, think of like the nice. Pixar shorts. That's yeah. what I'm. That's try, That's what I'm kind of thinking it is. That's going to tie yeah, it's into. Like various, it's like various anime artists or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and then another one uh, is called The Droid Story, uh, which kind of reminds me of, uh, was it the Star Wars droid movie that they did ages ago with C-3PO and R2-D2? Sure. Um, but this one's going to be cool because they're going to, Lucasfilm's visual effect team and, and then Industrial Light Magic are going to team up to do a mix of animation and visual effects. And this adventure is going to be done by or led by R2D2 and C3PO, so that's, that's really going to be fun. Cool. Yeah, so we'll get Anthony Daniels back in that one. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that's I was thinking. Really cool. So it is. It is basically going to be live action. Uh, I think so. It's actually no. It says animation and visual effects. I think it's going to be. I'm not exactly Still sure what that. Yeah, 
And so I think it's gonna... or something. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm still unsure about that. We'll we'll get some more information on that. And we'll they'll let us know. Hmm. Um, and then the final one, which I'm intrigued by, is called the Acolyte. Yeah. Because um, this one's gonna be a mystery thriller. They'll take the audience into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. So is this is this the whole? So when we got the the, the announcement of the High Republic era, I thought that they were talking about they were going to be the new trilogy, the new Star Wars trilogy, and that's what it was going to follow. Is this the project that that's focusing on, or is that starting it, on, or is that is this I, a bridge to this new world of Star Wars we're going to get introduced? I to? think it's I think it's going to be a bridge to it because they're already working on comics for. I think a comic's been released. There's going to be books, and then they're going to do this. This uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be animated. Or if this is going to be a live action project, but I know that they will be focusing more onto the High Republic and moving away from the Star Wars that we know and kind of go back a little bit. Yeah. And which I, I Yoda think will actually, be around, so that's cool. Well, look, looking at yeah, look, yeah, that is really cool. Uh, look, looking at what uh, how, how Disney Star Wars is doing uh, in the first place, I, I think this is a good thing because I feel like they've done a great job doing their own thing when they're mm-hmm. kind of leaning on the episodes seven eight nine i don't i don't personally think they did as good i feel like they've been successful on their own so i think that these movies i think will be a lot better than the standalone episodes they did they did in the past so well, i mean because it's they're jumping because i think that my my issue was that they jumped in and tried to continue someone else's work and yeah. it's really hard to do that um, it is Absolutely. And so, because they don't really know the characters as well as the original creator, and so you can take their world and create your own thing out of it, like they're doing with yeah. the High Republic, yeah. and then do really well with it because it's something new. It's a different take it's on characters. it. It's their characters, and they're not infringing upon how characters should be or whatnot in the originals. Yeah. And then, and, and so, then you got you got us fans that know these characters really well, and we're like, hey, you know. You, didn't do this right or we're a lot more critical when yeah. it's their characters that it's theirs and and they know the characters we don't we're just here to be entertained and see what they have to give us but we feel like we own the characters when seven eight when you know seven eight nine came out no hey that's not that's not luke skywalker that's you know what i mean i, I just feel like uh you're right man it's, it wasn't completely fair that's a really good way to look at it yeah and so i'm really excited i've been saying it from the beginning like uh Ryan Johnson, uh, he, I'm excited for him to do his own thing and create his own story, his own characters, because it'll be something different. He's not going to be trying to rewrite characters that everybody knows. Yeah, he and, won't be bound to what already exists. Yeah, because I just recently saw the movie Knives Out, which was done by Ryan Johnson, and that movie is actually surprisingly good. I refused to watch it for a while just because I was kind of hating on him for The Last Jedi, but I finally gave in and yeah. give it a shot and he's actually a really good director so i think he just needs his own project no, I, his own story i every every movie i've seen by ryan johnson besides last jedi was actually really good mm-hmm. I, so so based off of all these projects top three that you're excited for obi-wan for sure um acolyte because it's just intriguing and I'm, I'm really interested about this new high republic era and Jedi's. I, I just want. I want to see light, more lightsabers. I want to see more Jedi's. As cool as it was to see the Ahsoka, uh, the the Jedi episode in Mandalorian. That was probably my favorite episode, just because I, I just I, I need some lightsaber action. You know, 
Um, yeah. I'd probably say the third one would be mm, probably Rogue Squadron, just because I'm really interested in all those dogfights. I want to see more more uh, deeper story behind the characters in the dogfights and and their motives and and just the the drama that they can put in a in a huge scale action sequence. I I think it'll be really good. So I'd say those are my three. What are yours? Okay. Uh, top three for me right now, I would have to say The Bad Batch. Okay. Uh, uh, just really like the character development in, the, in Season 7. I'm kind of curious, especially with the time yeah. frame that they're going to be in, and kind of see, so good, man. see actually, how actually, the clones <laughs> move forward from Order 66 into the new Empire. Yeah, um, honestly, I, I didn't even think about that until we're having this discussion. Um, that's That's really intriguing to see. The, the the start of the empire and, and we haven't really i mean we sort of saw it but we haven't really seen it through the eyes of people that are right there from the beginning of its roots from, yeah from the transition to the beginning it's it's going to be really cool yeah just from belagana's perspective of the jedi temple and him like oh all right i'm leaving see ya. yeah and it is it, it was chaos that's, that's, yeah that was about the closest we got to seeing it from their eyes uh, yeah. obi-wan series obvious reasons Excited to see Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Going to be going to be pretty solid. I don't, I don't know if we mentioned it. That, that's actually a mini series, right? It's just going to be a one season. One uh, season, yeah. Okay, that's that's good. I don't think that's one that would need a million seasons. That would be overkill. And then, the, <laughs> and then the third one for me, uh, my mind got changed. It's going to be Andor. Andor, I think is. I'm really curious to see how they're going to do this a mystery spy thriller. Yeah. And so. I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited for all the projects, but the, I think those are the three that stand out to me at this point. Sure. All right, man. All right, guys. So now, probably what you guys are really here for, but I'm sure you guys enjoyed our discussion of all the projects because a lot of cool things coming out, a lot of speculation. Well, it was just uh, like unexpected too. All yeah. those projects, I, it was it kind was of overwhelming. So unexpected. I think that was the the main thing was just trying to categorize what's what what's what kind of show is this what's this going to be related to because they just dropped these names and yeah we had to do research yeah we had to figure out what each one is gonna consist of um so now let's discuss the last mandalorian episode um second to last <laughs> yeah Second last episode. I'm Next joking. Week, I know episode, you meant the last, the re- most recent, as in last. I was just making oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the most recent episode of Mandalorian. Um, what do you think latest. about it? Uh, I, okay, I, I had a blast on this episode. I know it was totally, uh, it, it was sort of a detour. It, it, it followed the, I mean, the idea was basically just to find out where Moff Gideon's ship was located, but it, it, it was a blast. I, I'm not going to lie, I thought that they were going to have a prison break in the very beginning, or they were going to get uh, they were going to get Mayfield out, and they were going to go right away and, and, and start the whole rescue mission, and then it was going to kind of, I thought it was going to be sort of like season one, where episode seven, they started the whole um, take back of the city in Navarro, and then uh, the second oh, yeah. half we got in the episode eight, I thought that's how it was going to be a part one and a part two kind of thing, but it was literally like a yeah, that's what I thought filler. too. <laughs> I did not think episode eight was going to be all the confrontation of Gideon and, and the crew. So, um, and, and I also expected for some reason, I, I, I thought they were going to go back and get Cobb Vanth too, after they got the prison break. I thought they, they might do that in the these. next one. I oh, mean, there's just so much to cram in one episode now though, unless the episode's really long. So 
I feel yeah. like Cobb Vance and, might maybe show up in the Rangers. I don't know where season three. I don't know. I, I know he's going to show up again. He's definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. But, but anyway, loved it, dude. I had a blast. I thought it was just, I thought it was just a fun episode. The entire episode, I was just having fun. It, yeah, it wasn't like yeah. the most amazing story-driven episode, but it was just a lot of freaking fun. Kind of like episode four, the one after the uh, um, the uh, Bo-Katan episode. Um, it, it, it was just a lot of fun. The one was directed by um, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, it was, it was a little sidetracking, but, but we, but it ended up adding to the story. It was a lot of fun. That's kind of how I felt like in this episode. It was, just, it was just fun. It was adrenaline. And I, I actually I have it. son. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I actually have a different opinion than you. I actually uh, thought it was very story driven. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I like how, I like how Mayfield was more of a character, how, how we saw that he was once in the Empire. And, and I think that's where the, st- the story came from is more more story driven for Mayfield. And so they're building him up for something else, which which was unexpected. And I think, yeah, right. I think they're building up for something else. But I think that's why I, I've talked to a couple people. Most people I talked to have really liked this episode, but I talked to one that wasn't huge on it. And I think it's because they're focused on the main goal, which was to get uh, Grogu back from Gideon. Um, and this just kind of really went on a side. A whole other story. It started a whole other story, and I think that's what some yeah, people didn't like I, about it. But I keep coming back to this because I, I feel like yeah. today's society is so used to having a fast-paced, get-to-the-point type story with a bunch of explosions and special effects thrown in between. I don't yeah. think people are used to this type of storytelling because it's been a while since I've seen something that's actually developed. Like They're developing a lot of crap, man. Yeah, like they've, they've got a lot going on, and if you were to watch something else done by some, someone else, um, if they're trying to appeal to the people with the, oh, all right, let's get from point A to point B in two yeah. seconds, they would have just, all right, Mayfield, you're out, all right, um, you're going to hack into this, all right, now we're going to go save Grogu. This was a little bit more drawn out for the sole purpose of developing uh, stories for maybe future seasons or different episodes. or different uh different series yeah no absolutely and it was just like i said it was just a lot of fun it was just a lot of fun i love seeing uh cara dune and fennec together as the snipers um i loved how i loved the comedy in there how mayfield was trying to talk to uh dinjarin to mando and he was just being quiet and he just he just kept talking anyway you know it, it was just it was great man it was fun and seeing seeing a seen Mano dress up as one of those troopers. I don't know the proper name, the proper stormtrooper name for that one, but the, the I think they're the uh, tank, tank trooper. The tank trooper, yeah. Yeah, I think was, that's that similar to uh, like the tank troopers. Where he looked like really awkward in it, but it's funny his voice was like the same voice. So I don't know if he has the same voice box or what. But yeah, I was watching it with my buddy, and we both commented <laughs> on the same thing. He's like, uh, he's like, did he take the same voice uh, uh, controller he took out? It, yeah, he took it out of the helmet. <laughs> or. Or what? Because it didn't change one bit from helmet to helmet. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that was really funny. But we'll get more. Oh, there's that was another. I think that was another thing that uh, was a big. What they spent most of the time is de- uh, developing Mando himself, and I think yeah. that was like one of the biggest parts of it is because this whole season, he runs into Cobb Vanth. The moment he sees him, takes his helmet off, 
He's like, all right, you're not Mandalorian. Comes yeah. into contact with Bo-Katana and her two uh, uh, comrades. They take their helmets off, and he's like, nope, you guys aren't real Mandalorians. And then you got this whole conversation between him and Mayfield. Mayfield's okay. All right, well, what is it? You take your helmet off, you're not allowed to take your helmet off, or you're just not allowed to show your face. He's like, those are two different things. And yeah. so him jumping into the tank trooper, and we'll get a little bit more into the discussion at Mando and what he did in this episode, which I think is a huge deal. Um, uh, yeah, we'll discuss that a little bit more because there, there's a lot I want to talk on that. Mm-hmm. Well, even coming no, in like, contact I with like Boba when... Fett because Boba Fett just stands around the <laughs> cockpit with his helmet off. And right, yeah. He's and so there's a lot of change. He's helmet off Mandalorians. <laughs> yeah, so he's, so he's getting a lot of uh, uh, exposure to different Mandalorians and killing, okay, is this the way? Instead of saying this is the way, now he's questioning it. Yeah, he's starting to get starting to get curious. I, I love how Mayfield was kind of making fun of him, like saying, "Like, oh man, it's so much better when you take the helmet off." I don't know how you have this thing on all the time, you know. <laughs> and and I and I mean, you Mandalorians. Yeah. No, was, not even yeah. talking about like, the not being able to see because of the stormtrooper. He's like, no, he's sitting there mocking him completely. Yeah. Um, so, what did you think of when you saw Boba Fett show up on screen the first time? Yeah, he's all slick and clean. I was, I, I was not expecting that. Yeah, they, yeah, they kept looked, the dent in the helmet, awesome. so that was cool. Yeah, they kept the dent. Yeah, they have they have a signature dent. Um, yeah, it was really good. He looked he looked slick. He looked he looked awesome, man. It was good. I love every shot of the slave one in this in this episode. Oh, dude, yeah. I think it the one you mentioned so was the one over the jungle. Yeah, like I love how Marak. It's it's got that nice. It's the jungle, the jungle green planet. But any shot with the slave one. Especially that shot when he's when it, when it's fighting the uh, the uh, the Tie Fighters that are going after him, they just they, they did all that fanfare where he drops the seismic charge, and it, it's funny because I thought when I was a kid and I saw the seismic charges in space, I thought it was something to do with no sound in space. I didn't know that that was the actual effect that it makes no matter where it's at. But then you stop and think, okay, well, all all ships in space and Star Wars have sounds and explosions make yeah. sound. Blasters make sound. Everything makes a sound in space, so they're probably yeah, they maybe they thought that idea. Yeah, so maybe they thought that was kind of cool just to have one um, effect like that. I I could have swore somewhere back in the day I saw something like they had an idea or, or the thought of an idea to do something like that in in one of the um in the films and they did that in Attack of the Clones. I could be wrong, but regardless, it doesn't really matter. I I feel like. You know, in, in this episode, they're like, okay, well, you know, this is this is just the sound it makes that confirms that's the sound. It was just, it was really exciting just to see that he drops it. And right when, right when he yeah. pulls, the camera pulls back to that shot of the back opening up and you see it popping out and then he drops it, you, you know exactly what it was. And it was just really cool. And then, bam, you know, it was, just, it was good. It was exciting. <laughs> yeah, really dangerous to use in the atmosphere, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks like, like major nuclear power right there. Yeah. But, I, I don't even know where to start, though, man. There's just a lot of good scenes. I love the scene on the tank when they're fighting the pirates on the skiffs. It was really yeah, good. Yeah, so um, we'll, just go, we'll just go scene by scene then. Like, we'll yeah. just say our, best, our, our favorite parts of it then. Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Um, like it. Because, like you said, there are, like, so many so many cool spots and so many different parts of this episode that, just, that were just crazy. Um, yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the episode was... Right after all the action, they're fighting the pirates, and the ties come in for as reinforcements and take out the rest of the pirates. 
and then they arrive at the facility and then all the stormtroopers are all cheering and they're all they're all like uh yeah you know like just kind of joining them in the, in the excitement it's just kind of and everybody's like and they have to like saluting and for the empire you know and it's it's kind of interesting to see their it's interesting to see, you the see their perspective yeah you saw their perspective and it almost made me feel when i'm watching it like yeah the empire you know <laughs> wait a minute you know it's yeah like yeah because i was like i mentioned i was watching with my buddy and like as we got to that scene they uh-huh. got out of the tank and you just see them all dirty all beat up and we're just like okay this is a different different side we weren't expecting them to be so like happy and so cheerful it kind of yeah. human humanized the stormtroopers sure and it uh because you remember when the empire was full it's like they had to stand at attention they they're yeah. completely disciplined i think they're a little less disciplined now and yeah they're a little bit more relaxed and you can kind of see that with mayfield like mayfield even started questioning things because uh, oh, yeah. he mentioned Operation Cinder, and he's like, okay, well, Empire's done. We see all these people are happy that the Empire's uh, done, but then we lose five to 10,000 troopers. Sure. Who was it good for? Yeah. It's like, was it good for them? Was, you know? was, was, was it good for them? No. Was it good for their families? No. And see, that, you it's, had... that, it's that kind of stuff that made this episode so good. May, Mayfield killed it in this episode. Or, uh, oh, yeah. Bill, Mayfield. Uh, Bill Burr. By, May, oh, my Mayfield. God, and Mando together, yeah, yeah, like the different side of Mando mixed with May- Mayfield um, was. I mean, I, I, I felt a really good part of the, the episode. I felt like the awkwardness when they when they walk into like the break room to the little cafeteria. <laughs> he has to go up to the terminal to find the ship. Like you, you feel that that tenseness. Like oh, oh gosh, this guy's looking at us. This guy's looking at him. He can't go in, and then he's and the guy's not freaking only, out because not he knows only him. is that guy looking at him, he recognizes him as one of his commanding officers. Yeah. So yeah, she's so like, he's okay, I, he, and, she's like yeah. I can't go in. This guy's going to recognize me. I served under him when I was a field yeah. operative. He's like, yeah, yeah. the mission's over. And then, um, just the, and then when they're at the table, it was super tense when he's they're, – they're kind of having a friendly conversation. And, and then, like you said, he starts talking about, um, you know, what, what was it that – what did we lose there? Uh, five, 10,000? And he's just like, oh, yeah, it was – they died great for the Empire. He's like, yeah, it was great for the families. It was great yeah, for them. Imperial huh? heroes. Like, yeah, it's like we served yeah, by just, them all. And he <laughs> just kept building up the tensity until he finally just shot him. And then because this the guy was just started, being so freaking uh, arrogant, I would have done the same yeah. thing. Sure. It's like okay, yeah. it's like I'm trying to tell you, man. It's like what we're doing is wrong. And yeah. I think that's the cool thing about it because like uh, when they took Mayfield out of the prison, they were kind of worried about him. They're like, okay, we're bringing him in to the Imperials. He's gonna snitch on us, so he can't go by himself. Yeah. And so that was the thing with Mando. It's like he's like, oh yeah. I'm, I'm not good enough to explain a Mandalorian walking in with me. And so Amanda's like, nope, we're going to take the tank trooper cost, uh, uniforms, and that's how we're going to go in. And so because they weren't going to trust Mayfield going in alone because they thought he was just going to turn back to the Imperials. And this whole episode kind of gave us the point. Of, he, yeah. Because he even when they were riding that, the Rhydonium, uh cargo, um, he was talking to Mando. He's like, okay, he's like – we got the the empire. They rule. What's the difference between the rebellion ruling? He's like, it's just everybody's being ruled. Everybody's yeah. being told what to do. And he's like, even even on Mandalore, he's like, your people, did they choose to fight and stuff like that? And so yeah. it's kind of really, you really get into the mind of Mayfield and see that he's hating on the empire, and you get to see why he actually left the empire. Because he could have stayed with the remnants, and I feel like he did stay with the remnants for a while because he had a little bit of information on them. 
Because he knew he about Florak. He mentioned that scene, like, where are you going to go, Alderaan? You know, Mandalore? And then he's like, they both they both basically don't exist because of the Empire, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, it, it was it was it was really good how they you get these different perspectives on everything. It's it's crazy. And then you get the whole pirate attack, which I thought was a really cool cool spot because I thought they're just gonna <laughs> okay we're gonna take over this little cargo uh, tank, we're gonna take it to the Imperial base, and we're gonna do our mission. I wasn't expecting this big battle. You see all these explosions, and all of a sudden you see these pirate ships just come on and start jumping on. Amanda just comes out. And I thought it was they're cool just trying to they, blow the sucker up. Yeah, because they're trying to protect their their planet. It's like imperial rule. It's like yeah. they just they don't want to be uh, controlled. And yeah. so Mando goes out there and fights them. I liked how they shattered his armor, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not used to this." Because yeah. uh, I think it's his whole left arm, like all the armor on that got got destroyed. Yeah. And I, I love. Oh man, yeah. And. To go with a little bit more story development, which is going to play a key part in the next episode, is with that big Biscarf spear, is just showing that Mando can fight with the staff because he picked up one of the pirate staffs and sat there and, and started and, fighting with him. Yeah, yeah, and so, so a lot of people that call this filler or whatever, this was just developing a lot of things that fans, based off of the movies, especially with Ray, how did Ray learn how to use a lightsaber? We didn't see her on screen do it and stuff like that. And so they're kind of, I feel like they're kind of building up things so fans can say, okay, how'd Mando learn how to fight with that Biscarf spear so well? Well, yeah. this episode, we see that he actually can fight without a gun. What about all those mask-off scenes in this episode? Well, he basically had his mask-off through a large portion of the episode. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the, that's one of the things I wanted to discuss because it's interesting because that's why I really like that the bond between Mando and Mayfield is because Mayfield really got into his head. He's like, okay. He's like, what's the price? He's like, we know that you're willing to do anything for this for the child. So he's like, yeah. everybody has a price to change their morals and their values. Yeah, everybody has their line that they cross. Which goes to the whole thing. It's like uh, when they got to the Imperial base, he's walking in and it's like, oh, all right, mission's over. And Mayfield, uh, Mando's like, nope, give me the, the data the data switch and I'll go in there and do it myself. And so he goes in there and it started scanning his helmet. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, he's going to get caught. And then you could just feel him thinking. And then you just see him take the helmet off. And I was like, what? I'm like, I was not expecting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Let alone, uh, his face was recognized in the, the system. Like, uh, cause it scanned him as a trooper or something. Yeah, it's like, does he have some history there or something? Yeah, that's that was one of the biggest questions I had there, too. Is like, uh, because Moff Gideon knew who he was. Yeah. And um, so it goes on to that whole thing, like, with Mayfield talking to him. It's like, okay, everybody has that line there across. Are you not wearing your helmet? Are you not allowed to share your face? Or are you just not allowed to take out the helmet? Like, started questioning him. And I think Mando's starting to have the same questions himself. Yeah. Especially hanging around all these Mandalorians this season. Wait, wait, to him, to him, it was worth the sacrifice for the kid, because yeah. that was that, that was uh, like we'll we'll see in the at the we'll talk about the last scene, but you know he's worth worth more to him than than you will ever know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He took his helmet off for the child, so yeah, I don't even think Grogu's seen his face yet. <laughs> no. um, so. What did you think of Valen Hess? I actually really like that character. 
yeah he was he was super like he was like grungy and and uh totally had that that uh crooked uh evil type of aura about him mm-hmm. um definitely looked like the type that would not care to kill 10,000 of his own freaking men you know oh, yeah. just just to make himself look good or just to get victory for that matter um, see i i really liked his interaction between the mando and mayfield he's like <laughs> comes out there he's like, yeah, he was... he's like you got so much respect when you're talking when you're uh uh, superior opera talks to you, and then he's like, "All right, what's what's your what's your uh, TK number?" And then Mayfield comes in, and he's like, "Oh, he's a little hard of hearing because of the explosions, blah blah." Explosions, <laughs> and, and then he just starts yelling, yelling at, at him. him. <laughs> and I just thought that was comedy. Which, yeah, that was super good. Which I go back to, which I've mentioned in previous episodes. This is the type of humor that Star Wars always had. It's just situational stuff and stuff that you laugh at. It doesn't none of the humor in this this season so far has felt forced to me. No, it's, no, it's really, just yeah. all came very natural. Just like the whole Han Solo <laughs> thing. It's like, uh, yeah, we're okay. Uh, how are you? Yeah, it's yeah. it's about that same type of humor that we got from the original trilogy, and I love it. Yeah, that was really good. It's classic. And then yeah. he's, he's like, oh yeah, you can just call him Brown Eyes. And I just like the way that Valentine's Brown called him. He's like, he's like, all right, Brown Eyes. Let's yeah. <laughs> And then they're trying to get out of there, and he's just like, "Oh, let me let's get a drink real quick." And then that goes to that whole little awkward scene that you're talking about with them just chilling there. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Now that the the whole thing with uh, with Hess was uh, was really uh, it was tense, but like you said, there was there was some humor in there, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but the uh, I love how when they were escaping out, how you had a uh, Fennec and Cara Dune just sniping out the. Oh, I love troopers it. as as they have the whole fight, and then of course I love I love when they jump onto the slave one. Um, it's just it was just good action. Like I said, Spe- not yeah. Go ahead, sorry. S- speaking of things that aren't being forced, is like the like the female rules, like female badass characters. Like you have Cardoon and Fennec, who are just cool and strong female characters without being in your face about it. Sure. You just know they are just because you see them they're on screen doing strong. things. You just they're see them per- doing stuff. They're not perfect. They're not perfect. And that was one they of my still, biggest complaints with like the the sequel trilogies because they're pushing that whole agenda. And it's yeah, like, no, guys, no, Ray was just ridiculously good at everything. It was kind of I, from the first movie. I was just like, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if I like this girl, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, like... I liked her as a character, but I didn't like how great she was at everything. I was like, come mm-hmm. on, man, let her. Let her struggle a little bit, you know. Let her learn something. Let her learn a lesson. That's yeah, and that was my biggest. That was my biggest right? complaint with Ray is just she didn't have any character struggle. Everything yeah. just came easy for her, and I think that's why I really like uh, Fennec and Cardoon so much is because they're flawed, but yeah, they're also really, really cool. Without what, which without is trying. what also makes Ahsoka so freaking amazing. She's extremely True. flawed. Oh, but, extremely. But she learns from all these different. Things that she, all these different mistakes she makes. Character development. Yeah. That's the yeah. huge thing. It's like, yeah, Ahsoka's amazing. Because like even in Rogue One, like most of the characters I didn't like half of the character pretty much all the characters that the main characters were male and I didn't care for any of them because they weren't developed right. Yeah. Like the my favorite one was probably the droid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was good. He was good. But I did also really like Chirrut. Chirrut was pretty cool. Chirrut and Way. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's so, the whole thing. Is like Mandalorian is doing well with developing all their characters, and they're not focusing on the gender. They're just 
cool because they're cool. What What did you think about that that last shot? I I, I love I was which I was last shot? The last shot with uh, or not the last shot, the last scene. Oh, the last scene. Moff Gideon, Gideon and with Mando. Holly, Yeah, yeah, that was Dude. that was really cool. You have Dude. something that I want. It's worth more to me than you will ever know. You and know, it's that, the exact same was, thing that Gideon said to him. <laughs> yeah, at the end of yeah, at the end of uh, season one. I love how Gideon looks both kind of frightened and annoyed. It yeah. actually looked like he got him. He's just like, How the hell did you find me? <laughs> yeah. But He's like, All right. It was, it's done, buddy. That it just it just nice because it just built up the tension for the next episode. At least since they didn't we didn't really get much about them going after Groves. This is most about, like you said developing Mayfield and more of Mando's Mando. character. Yeah. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, finding out the location of his Star Destroyer, which, like you said, the development is really cool because it wouldn't be that easy just to find out where the Star Destroyer is. A lot of times yeah. in, in these in these movies or shows, usually they're just like, oh, they just ask some random person and this person could refer him to this convenient person over here. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're going this way. Okay, cool. Let's go right now. You know, uh, take, ro- take, take Rogue One, for, for example. Them getting the Death Star plans, it seemed way too easy for all the events to go. They got into the base super easy. They got they knew where it was super easy. Well, I think that's also the advantage of a TV show. You have more time to develop a story. In a, mm-hmm. in a movie, you're limited. I think that's just what happened. I think that's why TV, show, TV is becoming more uh, focused on these days, epic television. Um, because you can develop stories so much better and characters mm-hmm. you have so much more time to do it. Um, yeah. So anyway. no, I can, I completely agree on that. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I like the DC TV shows more than I like the movies because yeah. they're able to take to more time. Characters. Exactly. Yeah. And that's actually why flash has become probably one of my favorite characters is because of the TV shows. And so yeah. I think Disney's smart for making all these different series on the, on uh, Disney plus. Um, I, I, one, what was your sorry? Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, I, what was your favorite? What was your favorite? Uh, your favorite scene in this episode? Uh, favorite scene in this. Um, it's not gonna do with any of the action part. I think a lot of my favorite parts of this episode was just the character development. I really like the scene from the time that they got into the remnant base, all the way until the time. That Mayfield just points the gun, shoots them, and it's like, all right, time to go. Boom, boom. And then they yeah. both just kind of like duel, go out the window, and then. <laughs> and then. But one thing I didn't mention is how 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 awkward uh, uh, Dinjarin looked with the mask off. <laughs> he's oh just yeah. Like, he's just so so out of his element. It was funny. Oh, and that's the <laughs> that's another thing. Speaking of that, him and Mayfield. Mayfield's like, I never saw you without without a helmet, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Like Mayfield respected him. He's like, okay, yeah. you did this because yeah, you had to, but but I never saw your face. Here's the treasure uh, helmet. Which which also kind of reminds me of, of at the end. Oh yeah, it's it's too bad that uh, that Mayfield died in this uh, this this you know ex- facility explosion. Which and then, <laughs> and then he's like he's like, what? You let me go? Because I'll go right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was good. yeah exactly. Like that's what I really <laughs> like about uh, uh, Mayfield is just that it's very matter of fact. Yeah, um, no, he's great. Okay. I, I was gonna say I, I forgot to mention too when they were flying out, um, how he sniped out the, uh, he, he blew up the uh, the, the facility, um, and the, the Rhydonium uh, mining yeah. facility, 
And um, I love how Fennec's like looking looking at Cara Dune's like, man, he's a good shot, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's good. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, it was like the, I was reminded that this this episode actually kind of had a solo feel to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because especially with like uh, they're have the ship and they're like, or not the ship, the tank. They're they're driving. They're like, oh, we got to go a certain speed, otherwise it's going to overheat and blow up. And it's kind of the same with them trying to get the uh, what was the name of the chemical that they're using in Solo? I don't remember, man. I, I've only seen Solo once, so it's it's it's. I'm not I'm not gonna remember vibranium or uh, I'm not I'm not sure the exact one it was. Um, but what I know that the the rhydonium, um, not only is it explosive, coaxium. but it takes what what is it? Coaxium. Coaxium, okay. Yeah, so the rhydonium reminded me of the coaxium, just like the whole race of them trying to. Oh yeah, on uh, Corellia. Yeah, and so this gave like the whole uh, uh, solo feel to me, and for this entire episode, or uh, know, at least the last I, bit one of thing, it. One thing I didn't realize until I looked it up later after we saw the episode, I didn't realize it's actually the it's actually speed or motion that sets off rhydonium. It's it's explosive, but speed will basically set it off. Friction. Yeah, and that. Yeah, and that's why he he was uh, driving at a certain speed. It's like, oh, speed up. He's like, are you kidding? Are you crazy? He's like, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I liked all the um, I liked all the intercoms too. Like in the in the radio when they'd hear the guys say like, oh, we're under attack. Ah, like that. And you just hear them like get like destroyed. And then the next one, you're like, what the hell is going on? You know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it was just, it was just. Oh, another thing to mention is uh, it was cool to see inside the slave one. In the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we see the cockpit. That, like, the previous uh, discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we see the, we see the, yeah, we see the cockpit in, um, it's uh, really roomy. Awesome. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I love <laughs> that. I love how you get to kind of really feel the, um, the feeling of how it's kind of reverses around the ship. It's yeah. not like a normal, it's kind of like, like the, the, um, a little bit remind, it reminds me of that scene in, um, in Rebels when, uh, Harrison Dula flies the, uh, the B Wing. On Shantipole. Oh yeah, so they go to Shantipole. It's like that 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 planet where they go to fight. It's, I forgot the right name they call it, but it's it's a something class bomber. It was a B wing, and it, yeah. it just kind of flips over and it has this reverse turn. And uh, when she lands, and then when she um, takes off, it kind of reverses back to a vertical form. It kind of has that similar feel on the Slave One, which is I thought was really cool to see mm-hmm. um, how they kind of spin around. And it, it was really awesome. Oh, one other thing that I've that I noticed in this episode that everybody goes, okay, in movies, whenever they have, like, guns, like, sit there and shoot it, and it's, like, infinite ammo. I like how Mando was, like, shooting, and he started clicking, and it's like, oh, it's, yeah. it's out of juice. And then that's when he had to pick up the staff and kind of fight. He so threw, I thought that was really cool. He threw the gun, and then he threw the gun at him. Yeah. So I thought <laughs> no, that was that, that was that was really cool. Yeah, that was that was awesome. Oh, and so oh, it kind of corrects, like, the whole infinite ammo on movies. He's like, oh, nope, this is out of ammo. All right, improvise. <laughs> and just shows how Mando is. I was not expecting uh, Boba Fett when they dropped off the uh, the seismic charge. To say, well, we won't be seeing them again. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, but, do that. <laughs> anyway, overall, really good episode. I can't wait for next week's episode. Uh, do you think? I I want to see. Um, you know, it'd be cool next week's episode if you see. Uh, what if what if uh, they get Moff Gideon to to flee and he flees in in a Tie Fighter and then. Uh, uh, Bo Fett shoots the shoots the the missile, the following missile. 
because you know the slave one actually has those following yeah. missiles that we the saw tracking, the, the tracking clones. missiles yeah the jack missiles yeah i hope we get to see those in one of the upcoming episodes just since we're gonna have the slave one they, they already showed i don't think it'll be against moff gideon because i know i'm I pretty know, sure moff gideon funny. survives i'm pretty sure because i guess I mentioned like he he was mentioned about being in episodes or seasons three and four so so i don't yeah. think we'll see the end of moff gideon this time but Maybe we'll uh, see those I, rockets go against like others, another trooper or something. That's one reason I don't like looking at news all like sometimes with the uh, TV shows because then mm-hmm. uh, you see like oh this actor's been signed on to season three and four or whatever like oh great so now I know he lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm not expecting him to die now in the next episode, which I, I feel like I feel like he should die. But I, then again, he's the main villain of this series because I was thinking that they were going to kill him off and then bring in Grand Admiral Thrawn, but I feel like that's who they're saving for the Ahsoka series. Yeah, that's definitely going to be for Ahsoka. So do you have any uh, predictions for this last episode of Season 2? This last episode, I want to say Bo-Katan and Mando. I don't think he's going to contact Bo-Katan. I think she's just going to randomly show up. Because that's maybe what I feel she, like. Yeah. I feel like they show up at the same time because she found out where he's at. Cause she's going for the Darksaber. He's going for Grogu. And so it's going to be like so another like join. random team-up like they did on the third episode. Um, a lot of people are saying Cobb Vanth might come come through only because I feel that's what the first episode was kind of developing him as a warrior character. And I think that whole episode was introducing him for another role in Mandalorian. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to hopefully see him again. And then maybe he's part of the Rangers of the New Republic as well. Oh, yeah. Because he's called the Marshal and he's down there. So now that they got the tie in. Dune's the Marshal of the New Republic. Yeah. And so they don't really need him on Tatooine anymore because they were able to strike that deal with the Tuscan Raiders. Um, But definitely for sure, we're going to see Bo Katan and maybe. I don't know if her two troopers will be with her. I hope they are. And just see them just jump into this Imperial Star Destroyer and hunt down Moff Gideon. And then we're going to. I'm really expecting. I'm really expecting a fight between uh, Mandalorian and Moff Gideon. Viscar Spear versus Darksaber. I think all those things you said are going to happen. And I feel like at the very end of this episode, since we're so focused on this last episode, and now it's going to happen on oh, this yeah, the new Jedi. episode. I think the Jedi. I think whoever Grogu was communicating with will show up at the very end just to kind of tease us and set up season three. And yeah, then... I think it's gonna. Ha- I think he's going to have more of a Boba Fett uh, tease. Like, we're not going to see him... Contact yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. I think he's just gonna it's just gonna be like a shot to him, maybe walking into Tython and yeah. or or something, or maybe see him meditating and then his eyes open because he feels the presence or something. That would be something yeah, that's cool to see see whoever this person is. We're gonna see we're gonna see Mary Jade somewhere out on <laughs> uh the forest moon of Endor and, and she's gonna be doing her thing and you're gonna see her talking to Luke Skywalker and and they're going to be or actually Yavin Four. They're going to be camping out in Yavin Four, stranded with their X wings crashed on Yavin Four, um, taking out X Raccoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then she's going to say, "Luke, I got to go. I feel something. I can't explain it." And then he'll say, "Dude, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be stoked <laughs> for that. That, that. That'd be freaking cool. Not going to lie. The, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm, that. I don't know if you remember that scene from Heir to the Jedi. Yeah, in, um, in uh, the Timothy Zahn trilogy." Because they can totally bring in that whole thing with uh, they Kylo. Get, Ke- they got to make Mary Jade canon, dude. They got they do, all these and, other cool characters. and they Come can on. keep it canon with uh, Kylo killing Mary Jade because Jason Solo kills Mary Jade. There you go. 
There and so go. they can, and so maybe the when Kylo wipes out the temple, maybe she's one of the ones that he kills. You never know. Oh gosh, man, that's what and, I'm saying, man. They got and that maybe that could be why Luke in. is so distraught and exiles himself is because not only did he lose his pupils, he failed his nephew and lost his wife at the same time. Oh, man. I think that would be great character development for Luke. Doubt it will happen, gross. but. I th- I think that would be really cool. I I, I am ninety percent sure it's not going to be her. No, I know. I'm it's, also it's fun to speculate. Sure. It's, it's fun and to dream. And it's not going to be it's not going to be Mace Windu, Sam Jackson. I don't think he'll show up in Mandalorian. I, I, I that would be the biggest surprise of a lifetime, just because you you haven't even heard rumors I hope he doesn't of it. Come back. I don't, He's I don't, not going to. I don't, I don't think he'll come do. back. No, I know. He I just won't, I, but I think some people just like need to stay dead. Projects. I think some people just need to stay dead. Honestly. Yeah, this is it. This is this isn't the Marvel universe. And why didn't, why didn't keep, keep bringing back didn't, yeah. villains and and heroes? Just let them die. Some people do have some people do have good points when you're like, oh, Mace Windu is dead. The guy's dead. And they're and then and then I heard people say, well, they bring back Darth Maul. He got cut in half. They can bring back the guy that fell off. You know, however many stories he fell. And like, honestly, okay. I can't really I can't argue with that with that logic at all. I mean, it's very possible that he's still alive. <laughs> I just I'm don't sure. Want him to. <laughs> I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's alive. I, I just think because he's a fan favorite and we didn't – the way he died, I feel like they set up to a possibility that he could be out there somewhere. But yeah. I don't think he's going to show up. I don't think it's going to be him. If he ever shows up, maybe sometime down the line when these other projects, he'll show yeah. up and get everybody excited. I feel like it would be more in a, in a movie um, yeah. and not a TV show because it's Sam Jackson, man. I mean he's a huge – a-list star. I don't think he'll show up in the TV show. Honestly, I, th- I think I think he would just because he wants he wants to play Mace Windu again, and I'm sure he'd do it, no matter what the role was. Well, I hope I'm wrong because I'd love yeah. to see him. Uh, I'm fifty fifty, and I, I know I'm kind of hating on him, but I actually am kind of fifty fifty. It would be cool to see him, but at the same time, I don't want to see him. So I'm, yeah. I'm 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 on the fence about it. Um, fun speculation. So just a few more days, and we're gonna have the last episode. Um. And you guys will be able to hear our discussion on it. Um, Exciting. So this is going to wrap it up for tonight's uh, discussion. Um, remember, check the description down below. We've got our Discord. Please join. We've got, we're have got getting a really decent community there. We want to keep growing, so share with your friends. Um, tell everybody about it because we'd love to talk with you guys there. Um, Definitely follow us on our Instagram if you're not following us already. Links are down below. And check out our merch. We've got a bunch of cool shirts I think you guys will like. We're continuing to work on more designs. Uh, I think at the beginning of the new year, we're going to kind of retire some of the designs. So be sure to get some of your favorite designs before they disappear. Um, And as always, like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, Share it with your friends. And that way we can keep producing more discussions for you guys. We got a bunch of stuff planned this year. So the content's not going to end after Mandalorian. We're going to keep going. Um, so thanks for watching, guys. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. This is Echo 2. Out. This is Echo 5. Out. May the Force be with you. Always.